play the fucking intro. Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 269. <laughs> hey, the Beavis and Butthead movie, the new one, is coming out uh, tomorrow, actually, on Thursday. And I'm going to be watching it Friday with a little watch party of mine. And we're nice. going to be sitting there. I'm going to make a big old plate of nachos. And we're going to have a lot of fun. That's awesome. Where where are you seeing this? The movie at my house. So I didn't even know that the, it was releasing. So when or where, where can people watch it then? People can watch it on Paramount Plus. Oh, that's nice. uh, that's about the only place it's getting um, at least streaming wise. I don't know if it's coming out in any theaters. I haven't really looked into it. But I'm like, you know what? Get a bunch of friends together who all love the sh- who all love the show. Excuse me, and their first movie, and we're gonna, and we're just gonna have a Beavis and Butthead party. Nice. <laughs> yep. And we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna eat like shit, and we're gonna, just gonna be dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like it'll a be, lot of fun. Yeah, it'll be cool. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get into the show. This is episode two sixty nine. Let's get into some live, or not live. That's later in the show. Let's get into some <laughs> new music. So new music yeah. that's coming out. We're gonna start on June twelfth. The old boys, they released Demo, not the ones released All Cut Up on the 12th. Passion Play released a new one called Sinking on the 14th. Thatcher in the Sky released Orwell Being on One Step Outside Records on the 14th. Paranoid, we're going to be talking more about them here shortly, released Vanished Resilience, a single, but I think it's a two-track single. Eric will tell us more about that here momentarily. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, that was the 15th. Also on the 15th, No Time released Degenerate single. It was a single, but it was also released on a Welcome to Pittsburgh. Don't move here. It's a compilation. Go check it out. Crease, or Crease, C-R-I-S-E. They released self-titled LP on the 15th. It's on Tough Ain't Enough Records. Grumpster released on the 17th. Fever Dream, Pure Noise Records. Bleakness released Life at a Standstill on the 17th. Counterpunch released Rewire on the 17th. Powerhouse, yes. They released Renegades on the 17th. The Fomites released The Secret of the Booze on Kind of Cool Records on the 17th. Recidivist released Caverns of the Dead on the 17th. La Inquisition, they released... Oh man, I keep saying that. I know. Ouroboros or something? Ouroboros. Ouroboros. There we go. Eric's got to correct me every time. <laughs> every time. Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Well, they released that EP on the 21st. On the 23rd, Problem with Dragons will be releasing Accelerationist. Dreadnoughts are releasing Roll and Go. On the 24th, they'll be doing some shows that appears over there in Europe, I believe, after Roll and Go gets released. The Skin Flicks are releasing a new single called Not Like You on the 24th. The Delinquents are releasing Too Late, Too Little, Too Loose. It's an EP on the 24th. Chrome is releasing Another World on the 24th. Crushed on You's releasing When Is This? Sorry, When? This is When the Party Starts. That's what it's called. When is the party start? <laughs> <laughs> Mock Execution is releasing Killed by Mock Execution on the 24th. Oh. 
Glom Alt is releasing Av Grund Skunten. That's on Alerta Fante Fascista Records on the 24th. Los Pepes is releasing the Happiness Program on Wanda Records on the 24th. On the 30th, Omnigon is and Protagonist are releasing a split EP on Disconnect Disconnect Records. Uh, Protagonist also released a single just recently too, uh, Iron Mind. So go check out new stuff from Protagonist. Uh, on the first, M- Municipal Waste is releasing Electrified Brain. Eric, you played a track off of that just uh, not too long ago, right? Yes, I did. And I'm excited well, for the rest of them. All of them are coming out on the first. Spunk Volcano and the Eruptions, another great band name, is releasing Knacker's Yard on the first. Among Legends is releasing Take Good Care on Rad Girlfriend Records on the first. Uh, Rad Girlfriend Records has several releases all coming out uh, around that time. We'll get to more in just a moment. On the first, Eddie and the Subtitles are releasing Skeletons in the Closet on Slovenly Records. Personal and The Pizzas is releasing Raw Pie on Slovenly Records on the first. Then on the third, Starter Jackets are releasing Dead Malls on Dead Girlfriend Records. And even though it's a little bit farther out, we'll say Slow Death is releasing Casual Majesty and the Raging Nathans are releasing Failures in Art, Sorted Youth Volume 2, both on July 8th, both on Rad Girlfriend Records, since I was talking about Rad Girlfriend Records. Anyway, that's all I got for the new songs list this time. Eric, what do you got to add? Well, I mean, not much from uh, uh, last week, actually. Um, yeah, still looking for that Suffocator, Rotting Existence, release date pending. <laughs> uh, Narc's A Waste of Good Suffering is still a great record I will have a song unveiled for uh, next week's episode And yeah, the new uh, Paranoid, Vanished Resilience is also really good I'll be playing some Paranoid, not from this release, mind you The last release, the one that was released on the 30th of April It's gonna be some good stuff And uh, yeah, the new Lane in the Chain As far as how it sounds I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Excellent. And and yeah, coming out on the uh, 13th of July, Threer will be releasing their new, I'm not sure if it's an album or an EP, but it's something new and Sweet. it's getting released. It's something with music on it and it's going to be called You Live With What You Create. So I'm excited to be hearing that. Cool. Well, on that yeah. paranoid note then... Yeah, on that super fucking paranoid note. Yes. <laughs> yes, the par- yeah, the paranoid... Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, Paranoid, they are a band from Sweden who inexplicably have all their titles uh, uh, written in Japanese. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't really know too much of their history, but it doesn't matter. The songs are awesome. Right? <laughs> they have a lot of releases under their belt, a lot of singles, some uh, uh, quite a few EPs, and some, uh, some splits, and they only have a few albums, and... Hopefully, this is going to be gearing up to another one. Uh, we shall see. They have no... Yeah, as of this year, they have released four new songs. Okay, as of this year. In this year. There you go. <laughs> yeah, in the first half of this year, they released four more songs. All they need is four more, and they have enough to really accrue an album. Right. So, I'm holding out for that. Anyway, as for uh, as for what we are getting right here, the first single that was released in... Uh, in the end of April, and I mean the very end, is Kill the Light. And this and the song, Kill the Light, it actually sounds like the opening to an album. It sounds like it's about to gear up for a 
for a thrashy D-beat debacle, which is basically what Paranoid is. You hear a lot of the Discharge stuff, you hear a lot of the uh, uh, Chromag stuff, and a little bit of the in-between. I feel like this is the Swedish version of uh, Municipal Waste. Except they don't really write a lot about partying. They're <laughs> yeah, they're a little bit more on the uh, fantastical side. Cool. <laughs> yeah, not too much though. But honestly, the I don't really, I haven't really paid attention to their lyrics, admittedly. But their music, that's really what uh, gets me in. And honestly, if you listen to thrash metal, you know it's the riffs that rope you in. Don't even <laughs> lie. The lyrics are always secondary. Nice. It's always the it's always the riffs. And then the drumming, and then the lyrics. That's how you know you got a good band. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or you have a band that you prefer more than others. Is <laughs> <laughs> when you actually give a shit about what they're singing about. Right. <laughs> okay. But regardless, here is Paranoid with Kill the Light.
So yeah, upon uh, upon further analysis on this song, when listening to it now, the bands that they rem- that it reminds me of the most would be Venom, Power Trip, and Death Angel, and a bit of Sacred Reich. So yeah, it's just kind of that all mixed into a bowl. But for this specific song, not all other songs sound like this. Some of the others, at least the other one on this uh, single, I forget its name, but it sounds a bit more like a discharge, Dead like Bear a D-beat one. Yeah, Dead Bear and Waste. That sounds more like a, a D-beat, more of a D-beat sound. So that, you can argue, is the more punk one, but honestly, they got the crossover appeal on this uh, on this song, Kill the Light. So so yeah, give and take, it's still a great, uh, still a great release from a great band, who have other great releases. An extensive discography, I might add. So, listen to Paranoid. Quite a bit. And again, if you're having trouble looking them up on Bandcamp, just look for the Japanese letters. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's one way to make yourself stand out with an otherwise, uh, what is it, common name? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, there's that. What else have we got? Well, uh, I did play that Dead Baron Waste. Anybody wants to check it out on episode 97, Punkanoi Worldwide. It was an episode full of Swedish bands. So you can check out that one or just go to their band camp, like Eric said, and you can check out the new ones that we uh, talked about briefly at the beginning of the episode or any of the other ones. What I have for the show, I have a band Shaved for Battle. On the last episode, we were talking about a band with an album called Shaved for Battle, Stars and Stripes. Yeah, yeah, right? we did. We did. <laughs> and now we're playing a band from New Hyde Park in New York. The band is called Shaved for Battle. Uh, I think their test press for this demo from 2021, it, actually one of the test presses I think has the cover for Shaved for Battle, but obviously it doesn't say Stars and Stripes. It says Shaved for Battle and then Demo 2021. Not the actual 7-inch uh, album cover. This is off of an EP, 2021. The digital release, I believe, came out July 2nd, so almost a year ago. So not specifically new, but over on Liberty or Death Records, just recently within the last, I want to say it was like the end of April or maybe beginning of May. It was probably beginning of May. The 7-inch actually came to vinyl. And so it's new there. You can go over to Liberty or Death Records. I ordered mine. I got mine in the electric blue. And I believe there's four tracks on the digital version. But if you get the vinyl, there's a fifth track on there as well. So you can go check that out there. Go over to Liberty or Death Records. It's a really cool album. Uh, We're going to get a little sample of it right here. When I say album, I mean EP because, again, five tracks on the EP or four when you go find the digital version. So... Let's get into a track, Freedom, and we'll see what you think. Again, the band is called Shaved for Battle.
What'd you think there? Man, I could feel the my throat flapping <laughs> in those vocals. <laughs> I Every time he's saying, I felt the need to clear my throat. I'm like, wait, this is not me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a... Uh, that's what I call burly oi. <laughs> right? Because every time I hear vocals like that, I think of Paul Bearer from uh, Sheer Terror. Okay. And he's a he's a big fella. And he's got the voice to match. He's like a bulldog of a man. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's because of, yeah, I always think of their album, Ugly and Proud. And it's just a picture of a bulldog's face. So, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what I think of. I have no idea who this guy is or what he looks like. But judging by his voice, I, I can assume that. <laughs> I don't either, and I would love to see them live. So if you're out in that New New Hyde Park area, I'm sure they're out playing some shows this summer, as so many other bands are. So check them out. Go find them on Liberty or Death Records. The rest is very good as well. Uh, It's a really great EP. I like the Electric Blue. I'm not sure what's left. I think that they had to do like a repress or they were low or something like that when I was ordering. So... Go check it out. Hopefully you can still get it. It is a really great EP. And speaking of EPs, the next one that we're playing is Trashed Again. It's their second EP of 2022. Their first one came back around uh, February, March area. I can't remember. I think it was February. Uh, The band Trashed Again, they released uh, Broken Bones. That's the name of this EP. I think it's like six or seven tracks. It's at least six. It might be seven. Uh, They're from Newcastle in Australia. Uh, June 8th is when Broken Bones came out. And again, it's the second EP of 2022. I can basically just combine those and say that their album, which is two EPs combined of 2022, is definitely (laughs) going to be on the top uh, albums list for me this year. Uh, Love the band. They're great. We had them back on the show in March of this year, episode 255, after the EP was released this year. And after their first EP was released... Uh, back in 2018, October of 2018, we had him on episode 70. So we've had Trashed Again on the show twice. Uh, great band. And let's get into a track off of the new release, Broken Bones. This track is called You and I. Just, just some fantastic street punk.
<laughs> yeah, that's some of that laid back uh, drunk punk street punk. <laughs> I love it. Saw so, their music is for the most part always very upbeat, and I like that. Uh, just aggressive street punk, but like you said, uh, drunk punk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of it falls in there, and it's just it's fun. Yeah, it reminds me of some of the. I don't know, the more laid-back version of the casualties. I mean, not as not as well-polished as this. Right. And I mean, this. not to say that this isn't polished. It's not really. It's so pretty, uh, you know, grimy. Well, not grimy, grainy. We'll say that. But, you know, you listen to the old casualty stuff. You listen to the For the Punks or the 40 Ounce to Freedom EP. Yeah. That is when they were just like, you could just feel the street coming from them. And what were they singing about? All we need to do is drink. <laughs> <laughs> and this way, you go down to the pub and watch the band play, have a drink, throw your arm around your friends and sing along. Yeah, and be sure to not deflate their mohawk. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that is the new songs for the episode. Eric, what do you have in that, you know, that older, lesser known category? Well, the older, lesser known category, I kind of have a callback. Okay. Um, yeah, about two years ago, and uh, actually, yeah, it was two years ago. No, three, eh, it's closer to two years. Two and a half years ago, in October of 2019, I took the reins on a special episode in, uh, in memoriam to Todd Youth, who right. at that time had been passed away for a year. And yeah, like I said, Todd Youth was an amazing guitarist in punk and hardcore, and even outside of that. And we just, and I just kind of went down and did a marathon of some of the bands that he was in and really some great tracks that came with it. Right. Some of them as uh, revered as Warzone and Murphy's Law and Danzig to some of his more lesser known ones like Fireburn and uh, Chrome Locust, which was a sludge band in the 90s. Pretty weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But my favorite band that he was a part of was, was and is Blood Clot. And... That was my great cover-to-cover -cover album of that episode, the Up in Arms album. And they have a couple of, uh, they only have uh, two records. I can't remember the name of the first one. Something with Babylon in the title, <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to look that up uh, while the song is playing. But uh, yeah, why I'm bringing that episode up is because I wanted to showcase songs that really showed off uh, Todd Youth's uh, guitar playing. And of the two songs, I did the title track and I did Prayer. And Prayer I chose mostly because of uh, mostly because of the lyrics and how catchy and groovy that it was. But upon further analysis, yeah, I think it was more I think it was more for that reason. And it didn't really have a lot to show off in terms of guitar. Ergo Todd Youth. So I decided to choose the other song I was going to use for that episode, which was Soldiers of the New Babylon. It was kind of the uh, toss-up, and I went with the former. So here is Soldiers of the New Babylon. Um, sort of a belated, um, yeah, sort of a belated uh, memoriam to Todd Youth, but honestly, he should be remembered every year. He was a fantastic guitarist, and uh, we, we miss you. We miss you, Todd. Here's Blood Clot, Soldiers of the New Babylon.
the name of the album they released prior to this okay <clears throat> but yes up in arms is honestly the uh better of the two and another reason why i chose this one is because blood clot is working on new material i do not know who is their guitarist i don't know if they have announced it or if i just haven't been paying attention but i know that there is new music coming so it's a tall order to fill yes but uh, but yeah, as for uh, Todd Youth, you can kind of guess why I uh, chose this one, because he solos in this one. Right. And you didn't really hear some solos in the uh, in the previous two that, uh, in the aforementioned two that I originally chose. So, yeah, there you go. Todd Youth knows how to play guitar like uh, no other punk rocker. I think he's seconded only by... Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Todd Youth, he's one of my he's one of my personal favorites. I love him. I miss him. Yeah, it's just a shame we're not gonna see what other musical endeavors he had planned, because he was taken way too early. He was he probably lived half of his life. Yeah, taken away in like his fifties. That's too bad. Yeah, really is too bad. He's been going at it hard. He was he went at it hard since he was like thirteen. He just lived on the Ran away from home, lived on the streets, was playing in multiple hardcore bands as like a session musician or as like a temp. And yeah, he absorbed, he learned, and he kicked ass this whole way through. That's awesome. So yeah, Todd Youth, you'll always be remembered. Anyway. One more of the older, lesser known. Uh, this one might be lesser known for some. Definitely this track's a little bit older. Uh, the band is Darkbuster. Darkbuster being from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, the track that we're going to play is from an album that was released in 2005 uh i just was listening to music and came across dark buster again started listening to the dark buster i'm like man doing the podcast sometimes you, you don't get to go back to music that you know maybe is often because we're listening to so much stuff but anyway lenny lashley he is such a talented musician you mm. know he's got lenny lashley's gang of one dark buster the new dark buster Played in the last iteration of Street Dogs before they dissolved. He's great. Uh, I just saw him post, I think it was even today on Instagram, 2,364. Congratulations to him on that. That is sober date. Uh, so that's fantastic. Congratulations on that. Uh, all the stuff you've done. I like watching his videos. Like I say, I think he's an extremely talented musician. And being back there on the East Coast, I'd love to see him play in anything that uh, Lenny Lashley's playing in. But we're going to today go to A Weakness for Spirits from 2005. Listen to some Dark Buster. Are you 
familiar with, listen to often, whatever, of Darkbuster. Darkbuster, I am not familiar with. Well, you're going to get familiar, and the track you're going to hear off of A Weakness for Spirits that came out in 2005, which was 17 years ago. This track's called Whiskey Will. A lot of great Darkbuster tracks out there, so go check them out. But we're going to check this one out together, so let's do it. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've been home. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I congratulated Lenny on all of his days being sober there, and then I played a track called Whiskey Will. Again, I pre-planned to play this track because I like so many of the tracks, and I mean, A Weakness for Spirits is the name of the album, and coincidentally, he did that today, so it has nothing to do with one or the other, uh, and I am not that much of a drinker myself. Anyway, I, but it doesn't mean I don't enjoy drinking songs. <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean, I'm not straight edge, but I enjoy a lot of straight edge music. So. Right. There you go. Right. So there you go. Dark Buster, what do you think? Yeah, that's, yep, it's great punk rock music. Right. I love it. <laughs> right. Good stuff. I recommend, since you haven't, throw it on, uh, you know, find something. You, you know, one day, like uh, on the last episode, you were talking about an album that you were drunk and you were sleeping on the floor and you pulled up YouTube and listened. If you find yourself on the floor, pull up a Dark Buster album and listen to it and then you can see what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably I'll feel regret. <laughs> but not for listening to Dark Buster. <laughs> but for probably the reason why you found yourself on the floor. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, let's get into some live shows and such. Uh, we're doing this because I am out of town the week that this is being released, so we're kind of doing this a little bit early, the recording, but it's releasing on the same day. So mm-hmm. uh, when we would normally have some, especially Eric, uh, recently, I mean, Eric has been to, I think, I want to say at least two shows a week for quite some time, if not more. I don't know if there's been any weeks you've only seen one show, let alone no shows, for at least a yeah. month and a half, two months. Yeah, we'll we'll say that. We'll say that. So <laughs> you're going to have like some a, shows loaded for us on episode 270. Yeah, most likely. But, I mean, I will say I don't know of any shows at the time of recording. This is the 15th of June. Yeah, I don't know of any shows coming up that I will have gone to. A slow week. <laughs> now and, between now and next Wednesday, which if you're hearing this is this Wednesday. And that will, on that day, the 22nd, I will be seeing The Drowns. Boom! With Endless Struggle and Violent Unrest. Yes! At Aces High Saloon. That's awesome. And that's going to that's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, as a... As for the uh, rest of the month, uh, again, over at Aces, there will be the band Authors of Fate with Suffocator, Spent, and Wolf Blitzer. I have not heard Authors of Fate, but I will say Suffocator, Spent, and Wolf Blitzer are three very, very different bands. I mean, Spent is just straightforward, straight-edge, hardcore. Wolf Blitzer is... uh, Definitely metal. And Suffocator is that kind of crusty, sludgy type punk music. So, yeah, you get a bit of a mixed bill, and honestly, that's the way it should be. And a straight-edge band playing Aces? A bar? Hmm. Who knew? <laughs> Tell Satan to put on that fucking overcoat. <laughs> anyway, another great show at uh, your mom's house on the 30th will be Brain Tourniquet, Narc, Fuckskin, Social Stigma, Mong, and Bert X Gum- Gummer. Cool. Damn it. <laughs> oh, that, that hurt. And uh, right after that, on the 1st of July, we will see Punitive Damages, Entry, Victim to None, Mannequin Twin, and Absolved at Wild Pepper Pizza. It will be a donations, a donation-based entry fee. So... Whatever you got, it'll start at 6 p.m. Cool. And on the 2nd, the band Warren and the Runts will be returning to Salt Lake. I do not know who was opening for them at the time. Who's coming? You said... Warren and the Runts. Warren and the Runts? Warren, comma, the Runts. Okay. Okay. (laughs) There you go. That's what I want a clarification. Like, I know the Runts, but is that... Is that who you're saying? Yes, that's who I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, the Runts, I'm excited to be seeing them again. They were so fun the last time I saw them in the parking lot of uh, uh, Oliver Rock. Right. <laughs> that was great. But yeah, as of right now, I do not know where they're playing or who with they are playing. But hopefully by uh, this time next week, I will have some answers for you. Uh, but keep your eye out. Anyway, and to celebrate Independence Day, and that's... Uh, that's heavy quotations right there because yeah, who the fuck knows when our independence was actually declared. Yeah. Regardless, it's the 4th of July. That That is the date. <laughs> At the Beehive, the bands Two-Piece, Cemented in Fear, Zodiac Killer, and Snake Eyes will be celebrating there. 
Awesome. And not necessarily celebrating America, just celebrating the freedom they have to write heavy as all fucking hell music and to be able to play it to a group of antsy hardcore kids. Anyway, that's at the Beehive at 7 p.m. and it will only be ten dollars. Nice. So that's what we got for shows in the upcoming week and a half or so. And yeah, I will be back for more. Awesome. I've got with more several to get to, and again, not in a particular order. Uh, we're going to start with on July first in Prague at Eternia. Uh, the you'll see the bands Aggressive, love that band. Aquelos, uh, no Aculios, who's from Prague, and then Roseruch, and I'm not sure where they're from, but Aggressive is from Germany. Great band, so go check them out. Uh, we're going to get into. All Deep Ends from Scotland coming into Boston to play at Midway Cafe on June 25th. It's a $10 show. So go to Midway Cafe and you'll get to see Grip Bite, The McGunks, and Imp, or I-M-P. It's all capital, so I don't know if they're if it's Imp or what it's supposed to be. But nonetheless, check that out. Grip Bite's awesome. The 21-Gun Salute coming from L.A. to the East Coast on June 24th in Philly, uh, 25th. In Wallingford, Connecticut, and Elizabeth, New Jersey on the 26th. So go see uh, 21-Gun Salute. Also on June 25th, you can go see in Las Vegas at the Dive Bar. show starts at 10 p.m. You can go see MIA, Gob Patrol, and Mondo Vermin. We'll be playing Gob Patrol on an upcoming episode. Get that queued up. It's going to be $10 at the door, so go check that one out. Uh, in New, I'm pretty sure this is New York at the Uber Geek Brewery. I should have looked this up, but it's Saturday, June 25th, Uber Geek Brewery. It's 400 Hallett Avenue in Riverhead. I think Riverhead, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, live on stage, you'll get to see Clover's Curfew and Half Dizzy, two bands that have both been on our show, along with Frequent Opposition. It is, the show starts at 7, so get over there if you're in that neck of the woods on the 25th. TSOL is going to be doing a Pacific Northwest tour starting on the 26th of... Oh, this is July. We'll get to that later. I thought I saw it say June. Disregard that one. That's way too far out. <laughs> <laughs> so next, let's get into... Uh, that one is too far out. This one is... Uh, Go Betty Go, they're doing a uh, benefit show for Betty in the band. Betty was diagnosed with cancer, already been doing treatments. It's going to be at the Paramount in L.A. on July 3rd. We've had uh, one of the band members, not Betty specifically, but on the show, did an interview. Uh, I got to go see them at Punk Rock Bowling as well. Great band. Uh, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, or Lynn and Jenny of Bad Cop, Bad Cop are going to be doing an acoustic set. The Dolly Roths will be playing Johnny Madcap and The Distractions. Again, all that's on July 3rd, and it's a benefit show for Betty of uh, Go Betty Go. So go check that one out on June 26th. Uh, I believe this is in, I want to say, Brazil, Sina Otterol. Uh, you'll get to see Colera and Asphyxia Social, two bands have played before. It's on Saturday the 26th. It's actually a free show. Velha Guarda, it's a rock bar. That is where you will see it. And you can go check out 
colera.banda on Instagram if you want to get better details than what I just gave you as I probably, I, I can't read what they're <laughs> writing there with <laughs> their, their post. Uh, over in Ger- not Germany, yes, it actually is, it's in Europe but not specific to Germany. Uh, Dropkick Murphys will be playing with Booze and Glory and Toxpack and... Uh, well, Toxpack's only playing the Leipzig show, but starting on July 4th, they'll be in Würzburg uh, on the 9th, Kempton, and then they'll, I'll talk more about some of those other shows throughout July that Dropkick Murphys will be doing there in Europe, but those are a few that are coming up soon. No Pressure is going to be playing in Cambridge, Massachusetts at the Middle East. Doors open at 6th on Sunday, June 26th. Tickets are 20 bucks. And you can go see No Pressure with special guests Illusion, Raw Brigade, Combust, and Pummel. So go check that one out on Sunday, June 26th there in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, Just pointing out, Amal and the Sniffers have a U.S. tour that is going to be coming in September through early October. And they'll be in Salt Lake City on October 2nd. Way too far out, but I figured I would mention it just because... Uh, they're coming from Australia. On Friday, July 1st, Bishop's Green will be playing with Quit It, No Brainer, Pagans of Northumberland, who are awesome, and Known Local Babes. This is a, I want to say, is a Vancouver show? It is at Dickens, and I can't say, it. tickets are 20 bucks, and if you have to go to DickensYYC.com to get it, uh, definitely a Canadian show, so go check that out if you're anywhere in the area. Bishop's Green's awesome. Pagans of Northumberland are awesome, and I'm definitely going to go look up those other bands if they're going to be playing with awesome bands like that. Uh, Renegade's album has just been released by Powerhouse OBHC, and we uh, they're going to be playing some shows over on the East Coast. So on July 8th at Empire Underground, Empire Underground in Albany, New York. They'll be playing This Is Hardcore on the 9th and on July 10th at the Midway in Boston. I know that's far out, but it's a band that is coming from the West to the East to play those shows, so go check those out. And finally, uh, Mephiscophiles. Am I saying that right? Mephiscophiles. 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 I think so. They're a ska band. I can't think of any other way to pronounce it, so maybe so. They're a cool band, and I know I'm not probably pronouncing that very accurately, but uh, they just did a couple European shows wrapping up in London, which would be last night, June 21st. They'll be heading over to Mannheim in Germany on the 24th, Hamburg on the 26th, Groningen in the Netherlands on the 28th, Hengelo in the Netherlands on the 29th, Luwarden on the 30th, July 1st, in Dallin, all those in the Netherlands. They'll be in Dijon in France on the 2nd, Kussel in Germany on the 3rd, Köln in, on the 5th, and then Herdegek, uh in Germany as well on the 6th, plus they'll be uh, hitting a couple other places, including Belgium and the Czech Republic, Uh so be on the lookout for those over in Europe as they are coming from the U.S. to come check you out. Eric, that is all I have. Do you have anything else 
You got to add, or are we jumping into albums? Uh, we are jumping into albums. Let's get into some you great covers. You pretty much covered albums. the whole world on I, that list. I know, right? I got them from all over the place. About a lot of cool shows. So if you're out there, uh, go check out those bands. A lot of really great bands to go check out. Yeah, yeah, always. Right? Let's get into those great cover-to-cover albums. What do you have for this show? Well, I have what was uh, long-awaited on my end, the album Watching the World Burn from New Jersey Hardcore slash Skate Punk Stalwarts Vision. Now, I played Vision back in uh, uh, just around this time last year in episode 214. I played their uh, album slash EP. On Discogs, they have it as an EP, but... Honestly, it's kind of a short album, I guess. I, I don't know. Not really much in not much in length. It's an album. Fuck it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's the the album's called One and the Same. And I played a couple of songs off that one. And if you remember, that is like very old school youth crew energy. You know, you think of bands like Youth of Today and uh, Gorilla Biscuits. That's kind of the footsteps in which they were following. And they've been around since... Uh, uh, they were around at 1988, 89, at least that's when their first uh, album was released, was in 89. And they kind of went the way of bands like uh, Bad Religion, Seven Seconds, uh, SNFU, JFA, and uh, and yeah, just basically rolling with a lot of hardcore music and then eventually adding some melody to it. And... You listen to those other bands. That was the uh, that was the birth of skate punk. Nice, you know. So skate punk really uh, took off in the '90s, and that was when Vision was hitting their stride. But they didn't quite turn into a skate punk band until the until the mid 2000s, and that is where Watching the World Burn comes in. That was their one album that they released on Epitaph, and it honestly shows because they were going through uh, different underground labels. One was called Grilled Cheese. <laughs> yeah, grilled fucking cheese. I can't remember which album was released on there, but it's it's on Discogs. Check it out. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, ro- watching the world burn. This was the album where I first heard Vision, and honestly, it is so good. It is so good. I was having the damnedest time trying to come up with uh, with just two songs, and both of these songs came down. It was like a toss up. Both of them were as are a result of toss-ups right here. Because <laughs> I wanted to think of one where it's like, okay, where's the more laid-back version of Vision? You know, the epitaph sound, the stuff where it was like, yeah, we're still coming from the hardcore scene, but we got a laid-back personality as well. And we wanted to show in our music. And also, one that was still showing that we have not forgotten our hardcore roots. We are fast, we are speedy, and we are also aggressive. Not to say that skate punk wasn't fast, it was built to be fast. You listen to like the old school lag wagon, you listen to no effects, that was some like high velocity rampant shit, but it wasn't that aggressive. It was just very like a uh, get up and go, you're on like speed, man. You gotta keep moving. <laughs> you know, this one it was like it knows when to be reserved and it knows when to be amplified, even exaggerated at times. And that's not to say that they were the only band doing this. Not not by a long shot. They're, everyone was doing this at the time. But they did it with their own style. This, They did it from New Jersey. One of the three good punk bands to come out of New Jersey. The other two being Bouncing Souls and Misfits. Though Misfits <laughs> is kind of questionable these days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Whatever. <laughs> but Misfits is such a hot... T- button issue with a lot of punks these days and 
We're going to avoid that, and we're going to talk about the lesser knowns. This is Vision from Watching the World Burn. Here is the more laid-back version of their sound, Now I Bleed. That was a that was a fun one, but now that I'm thinking it, I think predictable was the better choice. <laughs> predictable had some uh, great had a great anthemic chorus. I was singing that on my on my way home last night, and I was like, eh, maybe I should do that one. No, I should just uh, I should not overthink this anymore. But <laughs> for, for God's sake, there are just too many good ones on here. There was searching for sluggo, uh, closed minded, wipe the slate clean, effigy. And try, I mean, there was just so many good ones. So many good ones. I can't I can't express it enough. This album is just it's just great. That's why I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. I mean, really you should listen to this entire album, but uh funny funnily enough, one of the songs that was close to being on here actually was my first choice. It was the first song on here, Close Minded. And that was the first song that I heard. It was me and uh, and Josh, who I'm in the apathetics with. We were uh, working a job together at a uh, you know setting up uh, staging for model homes, and it was a it was a great side gig, paid under the table. It was nice, and we were always like listening to music out loud on our phones. And Vision 
Closed Minded was the first song that we heard, and we were like trying to get inspired for our band at the time, which was Suburban Hellkill. It's like, yeah, we need some good melodies right there. Not exactly leads, but just like something to add some flavor to it. And Vision just kind of uh, inspired us. I can't say that it really, that we really achieved it because that band was eh, shaky. <laughs> we'll say that. And it's, uh, it's long gone now. But honestly, um, here in some of the, in our new band, The Apathetics, a lot of that style is coming through. Cool. So, yep. Please, uh, please await further, uh, further information on when our single will be released because I don't know when that is yet. We're d- we're taking a lot of time with it, so <laughs> so yeah. If that's a if that's build up to anything, <laughs> at some point it'll probably come out. Yeah. Anyway, as for the as for the other end of uh, Vision, like I said, I wanted to showcase both of their strengths, and No Compromise is the is the one that I feel best emulates their sound that's rooted in New Jersey hardcore. It's fast, it is punchy, and it's relatively short. How, how short is it? You got the time. I do, 148. 148. <laughs> it's really close to <laughs> said other Jersey bands. <laughs> Almost a reference. Almost a reference. Anyway, uh, yeah, no compromise. What can I say? But it's uh, what I just said. Be prepared to throw your fists in the air and uh, chant along with them because this is going be, to be speedy. said if you uh honestly there's not really much melody to that track but it just feels like an old school hardcore track so i love them for doing that i love them for this album it is just a, it's just great watching the world burn i mean they have a lot of releases under their belt but this one it was a great one it was a great one not necessarily to go out upon they only had one other album that was released since then and that was detonate 
I don't remember which year that was. I think it was 03. Yep, 03. I was right. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately their uh, their career as a band was cut short because in uh, 2017, uh, five years ago, their singer, Dave Franklin, he passed away in, oh. yeah, in January of 2017. And yet the cause of death uh, was never released. You know, the only articles I found were like pretty much day of or day after his death. And no COD had been confirmed or reported. And, you know, it, it doesn't really matter at this point. The point is, he's gone. Vision is gone. They ain't coming back. And it really sucks because I wish I could have seen them. That's too bad. Yeah. I discovered them the year that he died, funnily enough. So, <sighs> such is life. That's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, that's the way they go. But... Regardless, the discography is still there, the music is still there, and and on that on that note, it should be appreciated more. Right? <laughs> I know I appreciate it more. No matter how much it pains me, I'll never get to ha- experience it live, but I still listen to it because it's awesome. Listen to it for Dave, people. Anyway, that was Vision. That was their what is what I consider to be their best album, and yeah, what apparently others consider to be as well. So, so check out the this album and the rest of their discography. Take your pick. You might as well you might as well check it out. You never know. You might like one thing about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, there we go. Vision and we're moving onward. Well, I have an awesome band, great album. I want to thank them for sending the album here to the US. Uh, hopefully it will be available here in the U.S. this year as well, the, the vinyl version. Uh, the band Red Bricks, they released Built Over Time officially April 22nd. And you can go get that on Contra Records in 22nd of this year, if I wasn't clear. Uh, they're from Hamburg and Germany. That album, Build Over Time, awesome. Another album I was talking earlier about, uh, album that will be on the best of uh, releases for me. At the end of the year, this one's going to be there. I really enjoyed I played a track, uh, Roots. I played that track over on Punk and I Worldwide recently as well. And here, they're going to spotlight it as a great cover-to-cover album for this year, at least for me personally. The band started in 2021. And if you're in Hamburg, or maybe if you're not, and you can figure out a way to make it work, they are currently looking for a vocalist. So... Uh, get over to their social media pages, which we'll get to here shortly, if you dig it. So let's listen to some music and see if this is something that you should jump in on. I dig it a lot. First track that we're going to listen to, Towards the Pub. And we were just talking about a track like this not too long ago, so here's another one. Wait to 
That's how I was describing Darkbuster. We get together, we get together down at the pub, the bar, the wherever. Doesn't have to be that, but it can be. Yeah, could just be in your uh, backyard with all your friends, and you have a bunch of cold ones that have yet to be cracked open. Right. (laughs) The music plays, the bands, you know, gang vocals, and I think those always warrant or uh, you know solicit anyway the that type of response coming from the crowd. Yeah, very true. Kind of funny how we have uh, songs about drinking, be it the uh, warning signs or just the uh, the wanting of doing so. Right. Well, the, a lot of cool tracks on this album. I definitely recommend it. It just really is a great cover-to-cover album for me specifically. Uh, Build Over Time, it is fantastic. Go check it out. The title track's great. Uh... So many other great ones. Roots was fantastic. Uh, a lot of great tracks. Let's do one more, and we'll see uh, what you think. This one, not specifically a drinking song, so not all drinking songs on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Still a great one, nonetheless. This one's called From Father to Son.
search for a vocalist goes well and then they're able to start putting out more great stuff you know that that's how it is nowadays right the band comes out with an album back in april and then i say it's fantastic it's going to be on the best of my uh 2022 release list and then i say i'm looking forward to the next stuff Yep. You know, maybe you got to start touching the table a bit more when you say shit like that. Right? <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, Red Bricks. Go check out Built Over Time. Great band from Germany and so many other great ones. Uh, I'll probably be playing more definitely towards the end of the year or beginning of the next when we're talking about the best of for sure. Eric, let's wrap this show up. What do you have that's not so punk? Well, it's not so punk, but it does have core in the title. <laughs> it's a metalcore song. And I mean metalcore, emphasis on metal. Nice. Because <laughs> this band, you can't really uh, you can't really compare them to any punk or hardcore song unless you really stretch. Right. And uh, yeah, I can't stretch any uh, to any one or two punk or hardcore bands that this band could relate. The band I am talking about is A7X. 
Those the, you diehards know exactly what that is. It's Avenged <laughs> fucking Sevenfold. <laughs> now I have a weird history with this band and uh, my liking towards them. When I first heard them, I went at I went out and uh, bought the CD because I knew everyone I was going to middle school and high school with. So many kids were really into it. I'm like, hey, okay, you know, let me go and check it out. So I went and bought the CD City of Evil. And then I listened to the first song on there, which is Beast and the Harlot. And I was getting into it. I was like, there's some crazy riffs. It was, uh, It's just going all over the place. And it just has a good groove to it. And yeah, I think I kind of like this. So I listened to it a bit more. And then went and checked out some uh, more Avenged Sevenfold. But as, a, as time wore on, I was really starting to lose interest in them. Mainly because I couldn't get into M. Shadows, their vocalist. I couldn't stand his voice after a while. I'll be honest, that's why I never got into him. Yeah. His voice is unique, so you want... I, I think for bands that people really love, a voice that's unique, at least for the listener, right, is one of those things that'll help. Mm-hmm. But it can also do the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. It can make or break <laughs> the bands. Definitely. Uh, yeah, as far as like a metal core and metal in the 2000s, which is when they were fucking huge... You know, and they still are huge to this day, but I mean, like, when they were, you know, top of the pops, when they were the topic of the day, you right. know. Uh, yeah, for that metal, I compare M. Shadow's voice to that of Dave Mustaine's, you know, and Megadeth in general. Their music is amazing. The guitar parts, it, they shred, and it is uh, just technical to the point where you can appreciate it without getting, like, lost in the oh look at me look what i could do you know <laughs> so the music was awesome but the the vocals i mean you could listen to dave mustaine and listen to m shadows vocals and and tell me you don't you can't draw an easy comparison <laughs> <laughs> that haven't been said the musicianship of events sevenfold i will always 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 appreciate i will hand it to late drummer the rev and now brooks wackerman Funnily enough, that's the, actually, that's the only band I can tie them to that is a punk band. And really for the only reason that Brooks Wackerman once drummed for Bad Religion. So, there you go. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and yeah, both uh, Sinister Gates and Zacky Vengeance, they are they're virtuosos on their guitars. They really know how to play them. They know how to create catchy riffs, catchy licks, catchy melodies, and catchy shredding, man. They and they do it all on this uh, one song. So, uh, so yeah, I'm talking about them more as if I were actually a diehard fan. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a diehard Avenged Sevenfold fan. But there are some select songs that I love unironically. This is one of those songs. This is Beast in the Harlot, the first song I ever heard by Avenged Sevenfold. Maybe that's why I like it so much. It's got that nostalgic flavor in behind it. But wasn't it on like Guitar Hero or Rock Band? It, this, this track, I think it was. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was on one of the Guitar Heroes. I can't remember which one. I know that Almost Easy from their self-titled that was on Rock Band. Okay, I know that. So, uh, but yeah, that band sort of got ran into the ground, at least for me. And oh, they're fans. I can't stand their fans. <laughs> Fans were so stupid. I'll, more on that later. Let's listen to the fucking song, Beast and the Harlot.
Yeah, you really get a bit of uh, every member in that song. So, so yeah, I was kind of hooked from the start, at least on that one. And what's funny is uh, Beast in the Harlot is kind of their version of the uh, a tribute song to Las Vegas. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it started with Viva Las Vegas, and then you had ACDC doing Sin City. Then Turbo Negro did City of Satan. And, yeah, Avenged Sevenfold did Beast in the Harlot. And funnily enough, the song that follows this one is called Bat Country, and that is a reference to the novel Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, you know, nice. We can't stop here. This is Bat Country. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know if the rest of the album has anything to do with it. I mean, City of Evil, fucking maybe. I don't know. I didn't really listen to this album too much and absorb it as much as the average of N Sevenfold fan, which, oh my god. I'm gonna get it off my chest right now. They are annoying. They were so annoying. They were like... Some of the most obsessive fans of my generation. You know, this was like all the scene kids coming out of the MySpace days and are just discovering metal. And Avenged Sevenfold was one of those entryway bands to them. And they were like the Metallica of that generation. And oh my god, I was so annoyed. I was so deterred because of the obsessive culture. Because I wasn't really getting the hype. Right? I, I mean... The musicianship, sure. I really appreciate the musicianship. I mean, goddamn, the Reds drumming in that song is just... He's a maniac. Was a maniac, R.I.P., but... Uh, but, yeah. Like I said, the vocals just really couldn't do it for me. And the fans just... Uh, they were so like, you gotta listen to him, you gotta listen to him. But like, no, no. Uh, trust me, I'm listening to other stuff that you may find... Absolutely disgusting or disheartening or whatever. <laughs> I was in the depths of my punk rock phase at that time. So, of course, Avenged Sevenfold was kind of off my radar. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah, every now and then I go back and listen. Now that the hype has dwindled <laughs> immensely over the years. And Avenged Sevenfold is now considered a... They're kind of an afterthought <laughs> in the... In these days, they still have their fans. They're still they're gonna be attributed as legends. Actually, they kind of are, right? Because you know? they like it or not, they really did a lot for the metal scene. They really brought a lot of uh, that heavier kind of metalcore music inside of pop culture, alongside bands like uh, Killswitch Engage and Hatebreed. But and they like them or not, there is no other band that sounds like them. That's true. Yeah, no other band. They are their own thing. So. Yeah, they may not be my favorite, far from it, but I definitely do, <laughs> but I definitely don't hate them as much as I used to. I was riding the hate train just as sort of like a reaction, just to counteract with all the fucking hardcore fans that I shared many a class with, and I couldn't stand them. But those guys, they're all grown up now. They have kids. They have families, I'm sure. They, they do their own uh, life thing, and... Uh, who knows? Maybe they don't even think of Avenged Sevenfold as good as they once did. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they were just that phase band. Um, we can only hope. But yeah. So yeah, with all that being said, sort of the main reason why I chose it was it just turned uh, 17 this year. Oh. Yeah. It was uh, released back in 2005. J June 6th, mind you, 6 6 Almost the other six. <laughs> six, six, five. It's like, oh, City of Evil, but not that evil. Right. <laughs> Whatever. You take what you can get. So there you are. Avenged Sevenfold, Beast and the Harlot. I will probably not play another song by these guys on this on this podcast. And I won't be either. Yep, he won't be either. <laughs> 
the give it a few years. Maybe I'll find something else I like. Who who knows? Times change, people change. True. Well, this band that I'm going to play hasn't changed for me. I've been listening to this band for a very long time, uh, since their first album. I actually went and seen them for the first time just a few years ago. Uh, it's probably like two, maybe three years ago, maybe right before COVID, I think. Uh, I went mm-hmm. and saw Nonpoint. They're from Fort Lauderdale in Florida. They started way back in 97. Uh, they have that frog-looking picture uh, kind of as their logo, as it were, that's on so many of their albums uh, and artwork and T-shirts. And I've got all kinds. I've got like a couple T-shirts from them, too. They're, they're awesome. Love this band, Nonpoint. They're currently... Going to be well, not currently. They will be here shortly, doing a tour of the uh, East Coast. There, the Upper East Coast. I know they're from Florida, but they'll be in Syracuse, New York, on July 11th. Buffalo, the 10th. Fort Wayne, Indiana, on the 12th. Chesterfield, Michigan, on the 13th. Juliet, Illinois, on the 15th. And uh, and I'm sure they're adding other shows, but Dubuque, Iowa, on the 16th. So. They will, they're going to be playing those shows, so be on the lookout for them. I've been playing a lot of the bands on this new metal section, a lot of their tracks that have come out, I think somewhere in that 90, late 90s to early 2000s. Well, this band, Nonpoint, did put out a new EP called Ruthless, December 27th of 2021. That's their most recent release. It was awesome, so you know what? I'm going to play something from it. As I've already played Nonpoint on this show, one of their older tracks, you have to go to an older episode to find that, or just go listen to the music yourself. Are you a fan of Nonpoint, or are you familiar with Nonpoint? I am neither, so... Okay, well, I'm maybe you a... will be after this track, but this is a newer yeah. track. Again, came out December of this past year. It's less than a year old. Let's get into a track. Yeah, let's see if it's the seven dust of this week. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Ruthless is the EP, and I Don't Care is the track. I'm a tenant in a house that's surrounded by burning trees. With an owner blocking orders and changing the policy. Yes! 
So what did you think of Nonpoint? Oh, they're not bad. They're not bad. I really loved how groovy that was. <laughs> uh, I recommend checking it out. Uh, they have 10 full-length albums that they've released mm. starting in 2000. Last one came in 2018, and it was called 10, or X. And then they've got a couple EPs, including this one that came out in 2021. I played in 2018 Generation Idiot, which is one of my favorite songs, and it's actually a newer one. came out in 2016 on The Poison Red. Yeah, that's a great title. Right? <laughs> I would recommend Idiot. checking out that one. And then their <laughs> earlier album, I mean all of them, I'm looking at their album list. So many cool albums. And I, I played back in 2019 uh, Bullet With The Name off of To The Pain. Uh, so that... Those are some older ones that I've played, but they have so many great tracks. Uh, pull up Nonpoint, check out Nonpoint. If you haven't, and if I didn't say already, they are a band that you should go see live because I think they're pretty freaking awesome live as well. That's going to wrap up the show. Nonpoint, that was the new one, Ruthless, the newest EP anyway. And I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. It reminds me of that uh, Black Flag song. I don't care what you think. Right? Nice. Yeah. All roads lead back to flag. Okay. <laughs> okay, no, they all lead back to Sabbath. Even Black Flag had to go back to Sabbath. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's it for this show. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Music, Amazon, Music Player FM, and SLCPunkCast.com. You found us somewhere, but you can find us in a lot of places. I think we're on other places besides just those places. Go find us. Yeah. Bands you can find on Instagram for Paranoid. They are at PNDFTW. Uh, Shave for Battles at Shaved underscore four underscore battle underscore oi. At Trashed Again at Blood Clot Official at Blood Clot NYC. I wasn't sure exactly which one was the official, even though one said official, but the NYC one looked. It is NYC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the, I can't really trust the official pages because, you know, it could be another band named Blood Clot. But Blood Clot, Blood Clot NYC, I follow them. I know that's the legit page. Perfect. Uh, at the new Dark Buster, at red underscore bricks underscore official, at Nonpoint Band, the show's at SOC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Eric is spelled with a C. Remember that. He's not a Viking. I am not a Viking. <laughs> Although my uh, family does does go back to Denmark. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's like Italy and Denmark. So I got, so yeah, I got gladiator blood and I got Viking blood. There so you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can find my band Anonymous on Instagram at Anonymous underscore band official and on Facebook at Anonymous SLC. And you can find our merch and music and anything any other uh, physical items on anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. And <clears throat> you can find my other band on Instagram, The Apathetics, at theapathetics.slc. Our Facebook is The Apathetics. That, that's it. All one word. <laughs> <laughs> you can find my other podcast, Lead Melodies, on Led on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast and at on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. And uh, basically, you can listen to us on uh, Spotify and Anchor.fm. And also on Facebook is the hardcore page I run at SLC Hardcore. 
If you want to keep up with uh, any other shows uh, happening in Salt Lake that I may or may not have covered here, but honestly, it's pretty much the it's pretty much the same. You just get to see the uh, artwork. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Once again, at SLC Hardcore. Awesome. The bands are found on Facebook at PNDFTW, at Trashed Again, at Blood Clot Official, at Darkbuster Official, at Vision NJHC, at Red Bricks Official, at Nonpoint Official. I guess it was just official this time, wasn't it? It's official <laughs> that it's official. The show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric. Any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? That's a lot of officials. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a final thought. I was reserving it for this episode because of the song Closed Minded by, you know, the song that I was originally going to choose for the Vision album. Right. But, uh, yeah, the, the toss-ups and all the other songs, whatever. <laughs> uh, the, the point is, what I really wanted to ram home was the message com- being conveyed in that song. Whereas people are judging, uh, we're judging... Uh, God, why why can't I remember the name? The lead singer. I said his name earlier. Was it uh, Dave? There you go. Dave Franklin. Yeah. yeah, he's basically saying how people were judging him. Say the lyrics go. People telling me that I'm closed minded because he listens to punk, he listens to hardcore, and not much anything else. It's like, well, this is the music I grew up on. This is the music that I relate to. This is the music that saved me. You know. What's your excuse? <laughs> you know, basically what the message is, is I'm not beholden to just listening to punk and hardcore. I mean, if you've listened long enough, you know, all the other non-punk songs I played on this one, on, on this show. Uh, yeah, I have a pretty vast music taste. Uh, I don't even really want to say that because it's all, it's... It's an iota of music that I listen to the most. <laughs> right. You know, I don't. I haven't really branched out much uh, beyond what I play on here, but yeah, that's something to uh, work on. My point is, I like to keep. I personally like to keep my uh, mind open. I like to keep my palate wide. I like to uh, just really absorb uh, any music that comes my way and just see what sticks. See what's uh, see what's good. See what really uh, relates to me personally, and. Others do that too, and it's really awesome. It's uh, something we got to uh, keep doing as not just uh, not just music fans, but as a species. Because as uh, as little carbon bipeds that are walking around on this planet, <laughs> we there is one thing that's for certain: we are going to change. We evolve, we change, and then eventually we die and we rot. <laughs> that's right? the that's the thing that is. Uh, that is constant in on this planet. So, on a smaller scale, don't be so closed off to uh, to maybe the twenty songs you listen to. If you want to listen to more music outside of your comfort zone, hey, you got the whole internet at your fingertips. <laughs> but but yeah, and if you're listening, then yeah, you heard an array of different bands and different genres, subgenres even that we that we play on here. So, if that's the reason why you're listening, I commend you for that. That is why we're doing this. We love to promote all the bands. We like to promote your music. If you have music, send it our way. You are sending it our way. He's Dustin's getting overloaded with emails. Yes. But keep doing that is what I'm getting at. Yeah, so, I get to him. Yep, yeah, he'll get to him. You get to us. And that's the circle of life, kids. So, yep, just keep listening. Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.